Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. This is Advice from a Call Center Geek, a weekly podcast with a focus on all things call center. We'll cover it all from call center operations, hiring, culture, technology, and education. We're here to give you actionable items to improve the quality of yours and your customers' experience. This is an evolving industry with creative minds and ambitious people like this guy. Not only is his passion call center operations, but he's our host. He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. The times, they are changing. It's kind of the theme that I want to use for the second podcast this week. I kind of feel bad. I, uh, I skipped out on the, the podcast from last week just due to some travel issues and uh, being a little under the weather and some, some work commitments. So I want to kind of double this up and, and do uh, do two of them this week. So again, uh, welcome everyone. My name is Tom Laird. I am the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing. Expedia is a 500-seat BPO or outsourced call center located here in northwestern Pennsylvania. And what I want to discuss is a, is a talk that I gave a couple weeks ago at, at the Nice and Contact user conference at Interactions. And I want to use some of the, the statistical data that I, I found um, in researching that talk and also some of the things that you know, we have found of why omni-channel is, is so important and becoming more and more important and also the changing landscape of, of how customers want to interact and have some, some data to kind of back some of that stuff up. So just wanted to start and, and say, you know, customers are changing. It's 2019 uh, as of uh, the, the recording of this podcast, and customers are really starting to change how they interact. You know, I talk about everybody here, the, the kind of the cell phone anonymity, right, process that uh, where I can kind of text, I don't really have to call, I can kind of just be laying in my bed, I don't, I don't have to kind of go all in with a, with a conversation. It's starting to spill over because that's how we're starting to interact with our friends and our family, right, wrong, or indifferent. You know, that texting world is is really starting to to come into our, our normal lives. So what we're starting to see is Nice and Contact did a really cool customer benchmarking survey where they talked to four to five thousand different customers, talked about some of the trends that they're seeing. And some of the, the data that came back was was pretty cool. And I think it correlates really well with what I'm seeing in my business and what I know a lot of you out there are seeing in your in your call centers. So, you know, we saw in in 2017 that 66% of all customers still preferred phone, aka voice, as their preferred channel. But that dropped significantly, about 13 points from 2018, to only 53% of customers preferred a voice or really a voice-only means of communication. And you know what? What really rose was chat, right? Because chat is basically texting. You know, when you have your phone and you're you're chatting with someone, it's basically the same exact format. It's the same. People are trying to, and companies are trying to get the same exact look um, as it feels when when you're texting on your iPhone or your Android device. So look at these numbers. You know, in 2017, 11% of customers 
said that chat was their preferred channel, that rose and bumped up all the way to 36 um, percent in, in in 2018. That's a that's a huge 25 point jump in just a year because number one, companies are starting to understand this. They're implementing more chat. Customers are getting again more comfortable with that as a as a preferred channel for, for them to contact with, and we're really starting to see that rise. You know, and and in my business, eighteen to twenty four months ago, it, it, for a, for a call center outsourcing project, you know, we would see RFPs that were voice only. You know, and adding any type of chat or email that was kind of a, a plus, right? But they didn't really need it. In the last 12 months, we have had zero non or, or voice only RFPs. So chat, email, and voice are must-have service channels for everybody out there and for every BPO out there. So if you do not have, you know, one of those three, and I know a lot of you guys are on the flip side, or maybe right, maybe you only have chat or email, but you're forgetting about voice. Well, just remember, voice is not dead, right? It's still it's still the preferred channel. Right, but it's the channel preferences that we're seeing are all evening out, evening out, evening out. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you know, the death of voice has been predicted many times, but still, like I said, currently over half of customers still prefer it. But again, voice, chat, email—they're leveling out those preferred ch- into the preferred channels. So, you need to be at least multi-channel and moving into an omni-channel environment. And here's some of the things that you know we think that we can give customers with our full omni-channel environment. So again, we are full channel agnostics. We don't care how your customers want to interact, right? And I think that's how you need to think of it. You need to be channel agnostic and being an an omni-channel contact center allows you to do that. So you can take chat, voice, email, SMS, video, um, you know, have chatbots moved into your contact center and integrated in. You know, again, we can handle inbound, outbound voice, chat, email under one platform. So the cool thing about omnichannel and the difference between that and multi-channel is obviously multi-channel, you can handle multiple channels. But omnichannel, if we have an associate that is on the doing a chat session with a customer and the customer says, you know what, Tom, I'm confused. Can you please give me a call? We can launch an outbound call to that customer while still keeping that chat session open. Uh, maybe they say, we say, hey, can you send me an email? We can send an email right to that rep. And then let's say the, the customer hangs up but then wants to call back you know, in five minutes. We can say, hey, just give me a call back. Here it is. And, and have that inbound call come right to that associate. So you can have multiple channels within the same interaction and the same um, the same customer interaction, the same customer experience, which really you know makes the customer feel like you, know, you, you actually care um, and you have a, an integrated platform that can handle all their issues. The other thing that you know we really like is with omnichannel, you're talking to more customers over more channels, which increases the revenue opportunities through upsell and cross-sell. So that's something that a lot of people don't think about. Um, but the more times that you get a chance to talk to your customer, if you plan this and do it right, you can turn your contact center into a profit center. And a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people decide to take it the the kind of the the penny wise dollar foolish way of pushing customers away, only having one channel. And you guys know how I uh, how I feel about that. So again, I think that you know there's so many pluses to to being in a in an omni channel world. I want to give you some uh, some statistics that I think kind of bear some of this stuff out. So 60% of customers change their contact channel depending on where they are and what they're doing. 
Think about that. You could have somebody who's at home who maybe they, they like to call, right? And they like to talk. But then they're in their car. Um, probably shouldn't be texting in your car. But they're on the road. They're in a hotel room. They're at the mall where they have an issue. You know, maybe they want to just get a quick answer really fast. And if you can't provide them with the different channels for them to interact with, you know, that's going to be a huge issue for them. Um, so you, you need to really think that through in your, in your service model. Here's another one for you. After a positive customer experience, 69% of Americans would recommend that company to others. While following a negative experience, 58% of Americans would never use that company again. Now, again, this goes even beyond being omnichannel. And we talked about this kind of in the, in the last couple episodes when we talked about speech analytics and talking about you know, bridging the two efficiencies of the contact center using service level and handle time and those kind of KPIs with the, kind of the full breadth of the, the interactions of data that we have now on the customer side and coming up with sentiment and understanding that. We have found that when customers in our contact center, when we have clients that only will allow us or only want their customers to interact with one or two channels, sentiment automatically is about 15 to 20% lower, or I should say positive sentiment is 15 to 20% lower. Negative sentiment is higher 15 to 20% in those organizations. So just having an omni-channel or at least a multi-channel um, operation you know, kind of gives you a fit, almost a 15% boost just because of the, the ease of use and for the customer. Here's the other issue that, that is really starting to arise. And this is no, this is not brain surgery. This is things that you've all heard about. So social media is a huge deal now, right? And it's a huge deal when it comes to not only responding to customers' issues, but when you fail at a customer issue or when you do a really great job at a customer issue, those things now get, uh, it kind of reverberated around the social media world. The other thing is if you're still not responding to social media channels in a, in a timely manner. So most people now do have an, a, a social media strategy with response, but a lot of it is ours, right? It's not instant. Nobody's really looking at that real time. But to give you a statistic here too, failure to respond via social media channels leads to a 15% increase in churn rate. So when you are not responding, when you are just using your social media as a shout mechanism to kind of just talk about really cool things that are happening in your organization, and when customers have issues, you just kind of delete those because I know there's a lot of companies out there that do that, you're going to churn customers and you're going to lose customers. So again, don't be lazy. Um, understand that social media is a, a real channel, just like email, just like chat, just like voice, and it needs to be responded and have a plan just like just like those other channels. And if that didn't uh, convince you, here's another one for you too. 60% of 25 to 34-year-olds share poor customer experiences online and that number is going up. Right? And listen, I know I'm I, I'm uh, I'm 42. So I'm I'm a little outside of that number. I do it. You know, if if any of you guys uh listen to the podcast where United lost my bag, right? I I I went online. I went on social media. And that's really how I got the, the answers that I needed. And unfortunately, some organizations, their, their service methods are so bad that you almost have to use that. So don't get to that point. Don't get to the point where customers have, feel so helpless that they just have to go shout to the world how terrible the service was. 
you know, try to handle that internally. Try to handle it the first time that somebody calls or somebody emails you, um, and, and then they're gonna you're gonna turn those experiences around. Right? United could have very easily just killed it with the first couple calls that I made, and I would have gone on social media and said, you know what, United, great job. This is everything that they've done, and that's how you need to think of it too. It's almost like you're you're paying. Right, the, the pain that your customers are going through, if you handle it right, it's like basically paying for, for positive uh, feedback that they're going to give you online. The other thing that you need to start thinking about, and, and I'll be honest, it's only early adopters that are using this. We only have one or two clients in our, in our, uh, in our call center that are using is video right? and looking at video as a service channel. I will say, though, that before you even look at video, really, really start to look at all these, these digital channels. Um, the Facebook, the Twitter, uh, the WhatsApp, um, understanding to, to deal with all that. And then looking at the last piece of this right now, which is video, you know, gives that kind of full, real omni-channel experience where really customers can feel comfortable about, about talking to you and, and interacting with you um, in, in any way. So I, I think it's important. I think it, it really is important that you become channel agnostic with your customers that your customers understand that wherever they are in the world, wherever they are in the situation that they're in, they're able to interact with you in the means that is most accessible and easiest for them. So, you know, if I have the, the perfect world and we have a client that says, Tom, can you build me out a full omni-channel strategy? Right, the first thing that we're going to do is look at their IVR and look at their self-service methods. I'm probably going to, if there's any type of repetitive tasks, we'll, we'll keep the IVR. Um, we're going to bear that and, and slim that down. Um, we're going to try to push more traffic from a self-service side to uh, to a, maybe a chat bot or to just regular chat. But I think for a lot of this, for the you know, very easy tasks, a chat bot is awesome. That can be then fully integrated into the call center. You know, We're going to do email service. That's going to be the least publicized because it's the least personal. It, it, it leads to the least amount of engagement. So we want to push things that are you know, engaging with our customers a little more. So the next level is we want a full chat team. Um, we want to push chat. We want to pop chats up. We want to make sure that we're responding. We have a full plan for that. And then obviously we want to have our voice both on the inbound and outbound side being able to route to to the specific customers and the or to the specific agents that can handle those calls the the uh, most appropriately. We're going to do screen pops. We're going to give them every single method that we can from a, from a voice side to to make that experience as, as good as we can. And then we're going to look at all the social media aspects and we're going to tie any of their Facebook, Twitter, um, WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger. We're going to tie all of those type of, of digital assets into our. Um, into our omni-channel as well. So we, we're going to treat those as, as all the same channel. And then you know, we can gauge how many contacts are coming through on each of those channels, and then we can start to prioritize what we need to do to make sure that we're, we're hitting the most amount of customers that need us the most from a routing strategy and from a service level standpoint. And then the cool thing about this is then we take our, uh, we take our social, or, or I'm sorry, our, uh, our speech analytics, and we can do analytics then on voice, on email, and on chat. Um, and then start to drill down on what issues customers are actually having and then pick them out one at a time to make those pain points smoothed out across the whole customer journey. And I think that's how you really get a have a full omni-channel plan with a full customer journey that allows customers to interact on their terms. You're fully channel agnostic. 
making sure that you know you have a comfort level with all your customers that they know that you're going to be there for them no no matter what channel they they need and also you'll be you know looking at all their issues and, and trying to smooth them out one at a time you know as they as they arise um, as a, as a group of customers so I, I hope that's helpful. Um, I think I think that uh, it's a really important topic to, to talk about omnichannel and talk about you know where that's moving. You know we're in the cloud with with nice and contact on their fully omnichannel platform, fully scalable. We can kind of go up, kind of go down. We can meet any channel need that a customer wants. So it's been a a really cool platform for us. But uh, that's that's uh, that's my second podcast for the week. First time we've done two in a week. Hope uh, I hope that that <laughs> resonates a little bit and, and helps you a little. Um, again, just at the end here, I wanted to thank you again for for everyone who's been listening. We are well over four thousand downloads again for the for the podcast. Um, please, 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 I, I kind of ask again to, to please post a review. We're kind of stuck again at like 20, 29 reviews on uh, on iTunes and, and a couple on Spotify. So if you can please post a review, I'd appreciate it. If you are interested in advice from a call center geek, the book, it is on Amazon. Just kind of search for that bad boy on, on Amazon. And also please like us on Twitter, our Facebook page, and also on uh, on LinkedIn. So again, thank you guys very much, and I will speak to all of you fellow, my fellow uh, call center geeks next week. Have a great one. This has been advice from a call center geek. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the show so you're the first to hear next week's episode. Jam-packed with actionable takeaways, you can implement ASAP. Chime in with your thoughts on the episode on Twitter at from underscore geek and on Instagram at call underscore center underscore geek. Also, take a look at our contact center operations book by the same name, Advice from a Call Center Geek on Amazon. This podcast is sponsored by ExpediaUSA.com. 